Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry? I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. This is the Abby Normal Podcast, here to tell you that you're weird and that's normal. In fifth grade, I was at a slumber party changing clothes. You know, turned to the wall, strategically covering my body. And a girl pointed at the cellulite on my thigh and asked, What's that? Friends, this was the first time my physical, quote, flaws were so directly pointed out by someone, and it certainly would not be the last. This experience, among many others, impacts the guidance that I've given to my daughter. It's simple. Do not talk about other people's bodies. This is not hard. As preschoolers, we learn not to go around saying racially based comments about skin color, eyes, hair, etc. Or asking people why they have a cane. Why doesn't this courtesy extend to body size or shape? We feel like we have the right, no, the duty, to comment on other people's bodies, especially if they're not a weight that we deem, quote, healthy. I don't buy into this. So the rule is, don't talk about it to them, don't talk about it to others, and do your best not to even talk about it to yourself. If you can control how you talk about others in your own brain, you can extend that courtesy to your own body. I weighed in last night and I'm 10 pounds over what I should be. I'm getting so upset. Do you want to go to Burger King with me after school? Make sure I don't eat anything there because I need to lose weight desperately. I'll just get liquid, right? Right. Don't forget your gorgeous friend Renee who has no cellulite. Ha ha. The first time I remember like somebody calling out something being wrong with my body and it was about the cellulite on my thighs. You know, I see my beautiful daughter sitting down and she does have cellulite. Like everybody does. Of course, it's normal female body. But for some reason, despite the normalcy about it, people think something's wrong with it. So do you have any specific memory growing up where you were like, oh, something's wrong with me or I need to be self-conscious about yeah, mine was like, my mom not letting me shave my legs. <gasps> Why? Like, you asked her and she wouldn't let you? Yeah. Girls at that school started shaving their legs in, like, fifth grade. And my mom was like, no. Straight up no. I asked and she said no. That's poor parenting. Thank you. I'm aware. What did you do? I shaved them at a friend's house and I got grounded. <gasps> she grounded you for shaving your legs? That is horrendous. She, what was her reasoning for why she wouldn't let you? She didn't think I was old enough. And I was grounded because I disobeyed her. That's horrible. Yeah. It is really complicated. Like the, the thought process that parents go through is really complicated as far as like wanting your child to fit in with other kids, right? But also not wanting them to rush the growing up process. That Those are like the two, the two ends of the spectrum that parents are constantly trying to balance. Sure. But if your child actively says, this is something I want to do, mm-hmm. or this is something I feel like I need to do to be more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or kids are going to make fun of me if I don't do it. Right. And there's no harm to you. Like, I feel like taking hair off of your body is not harmful. Right. She didn't teach me how to do it. So, of course, I cut the shit out of myself of the first time. Of course you did. That that could have easily been avoided had she been like, 
okay, this is how you do it. Totally. Yes. I definitely cut the shit out of my legs, but I also did not ask my mother if I could shave my legs. I was just like, bing, and I took her razor, like ah. an old ass. Do you remember the pink razor? Lady Bix. Is that what that is? Yeah, lady, it's a lady bick. It's a lady bick. Yeah. <laughs> and my knees were just like shredded, shredded. and bleeding everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I still do that with every razor except for the Venus razor. That's the only one that somehow I don't cut myself no, with. No, Venus is the only razor I'll ever use. Right. I don't know what they did to that. Yeah. It just glides over your knee. Correct. I was dying my daughter's hair and I thought it might be a good end to talk to her about her armpit hair. Yes. Have we talked about this already? We have not, but I saw it today. It's like Or no, I saw it last night. Yeah. There's some serious armpit hair I was like, oh boy. I know. It's a lot. And I don't care. That's totally fine with me. But I don't want other kids like talking shit on her because she's, you know, a monkey child. So I pulled up pictures on the internet of dyed armpit hair. Right? This is my segue. And so I was just like... As I was dyeing her hair on her head, I'm I was sorry. Like, is that something that people do? Yes, it's a thing now. I mean, according to the internet, I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm all for embracing body hair, but that seems like a bit much. Whatever. Okay. And, so it's also Pride Month, right? So there's like rainbow colored armpit hair as well. Uh oh. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm not not uh oh in a bad way. Just I didn't know. Yeah. So I pull up a picture of the armpit hair and I was like, hey, while we're doing your head, do you want me to also dye your pits? And I did not actually want to dye her pits. I just wanted to draw her attention to the fact that she has armpit hair and also that it's fine and also that it's decorative. Yes. Yes. And she was like, no. I'm like, okay, well, do you think like, do you want to shave it or do you want to grow it long? Either is fine. And she was like, "I'm. it's fine. I don't want to shave it. It's fine. And I was like, okay, anytime you want to change your mind, just let me know and we can figure it out. And I also introduced her. I got like a little razor, like a beep beep. Like, like an electric beep, one? Yeah, an electric razor. So I showed her how to use that. So what do you think? Did I think I, you nailed nail- parenting. <laughs> you nailed it. A plus gold yes. star in parenting. <laughs> it was real hard. I know, but I think you nailed it. I mean, it's certainly better than what we got from our mothers, which from my mother, it was nothing. And my mother was nothing and then no. (laughs) And then punishment. You know, I was in fifth grade and then you're you're preteen and then everything just sort of spirals from there, right? Like, because shortly thereafter, like, you know, you're starting your period, you're getting acne, you're getting bloated because of your period. I remember sixth grade, maybe like, pool party end of the year pool party pubic hair dude yeah i had a boy in my class like point to a one stray pubic hair that was like protruding out of my swimsuit and comment on it and i was just like what i had like never had an awareness that a pubic hair could creep out of your swimsuit and be you know visible to other people right Okay, so I saw an article, and I was wondering if you saw it too, and it's from one of the Lady Razor subscriptions, that, like one of the new ones, and I think it, I think the name of it is Billy, and they had this whole commercial celebrating pubic hair. It was like just a bunch of ladies at the beach with fully just like with their pubic hair, like in swimsuits, but with their pubic hair like popping out, and it, their campaign is called Red, White, and You Do You. No. No, <laughs> no, you don't like it. 
I just like that they're, I think, I think they did it sort of in an extreme way, but to kind of regulate, you know, like there's the extreme of no pubic hair and then they went the opposite extreme of like full bush. So that way the pendulum lands in the middle. And I think it's kind of cool. You are so disagreeing with me by the state of your face right now. I thought it was cool. I mean, I feel like you're pulling an Abby right now. I just I, That's why I'm so confused as to why you're not agreeing with me. Like a devil's advocate situation, I would be the one that's like, yes, your pubic hair should hang out of your swimsuit. Right. And now I feel like you're taking that role, so I'm super confused. Okay. We're going to take a pause break so I can show you this article. <laughs> Bye. And we're back. Okay, so I have reviewed the Billy article and commercial for the razors. So this is a razor delivery service. Yeah, razor delivery subscription service for ladies. Got it. So first of all, I don't change my razor blade often enough to warrant. No. I mean, I'm like... Maybe once every three, four, five months. (laughs) Boo. Like six months, probably. I'm like, this thing is not working. And I can't even see the razor because it's clogged with hair. It's probably time to change it. Right. I'm like, why am I getting such bad razor work? Oh. Uh, Oh. Oh, right. Right, right, right. right. Because I'm just dragging rusty metal across my leg. That's why. (laughs) Exactly. exactly. Also, I probably have 500 staph infections now. (laughs) Okay. So two things. First of all... I'm not an advocate for having your pubes hang out of your swimsuit. Like, if you have pubes, then get a shortsy, boy shortsy swimsuit so they don't hang out. That that just feels like common decency. Wow, I wildly disagree with you on this. You feel like pubes can and should hang out of your swimsuit. I don't think, I think it's a non-issue. I think really? it's a non-starter. I think if you have pubic hair, fine. If you have a lot of it, fine. If your swimsuit happens to not cover it, like if a swimsuit, if you feel like you need to get a special swimsuit because of the body, your body hair, like I, I, I don't, I don't agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I guess we just have to agree to disagree. I'm fine with people having all of the pubic hair that they want to have. But you think they need to have a special swimsuit to cover it. It's the same. It's the same thing with like, you know, the my child's school dress code is like cover your private parts. I feel like pubic hair goes with private parts. You should have all of your private areas covered and then i feel like you could pose the same argument for armpit hair i don't feel like armpit hair is sexual though i feel like your pubic hair is on your pubic region with your private parts they they all are like a package deal so i don't cover them i don't feel like that with people showing their fucking like lips with hair on it or even their mounds it was the hair that comes out on the sides like your bikini line yeah i think it goes together i just don't think it should be a requirement to take care of that if you're wearing a swimsuit i mean i don't think we should have laws about it <laughs> i but mean if you want from go, a societal standpoint you're, you, you're basically saying that it's unacceptable for to wear a normal swimsuit if you have I pubic am. hair that you're I not am. controlling that is that's correct i mean look if one like sneaks out it's fine but like in general yeah you should keep your pubic hair to yourself Again, I don't think anyone should be arrested. I'm not going to say anything to anyone at the beach, but if you're prancing around with your bush out, I'm not going to like their it. Their bush isn't out, though. No, their bush was out. Their side bush was out. Yeah, I wildly disagree with you on this issue. Because I think that it's that opinion that you're taking is basically designed to make people feel bad. Are you saying that you would go to the beach with that type of bush hanging out of your swimsuit. If it was more socially acceptable, probably, because tending to pubic hair is a fucking nightmare. 
Okay. Okay. So I will get on board with let's adjust society to make that appropriate. Which I'm, is exactly the point that I was making. That's that's fine. I'm not going to be the one to do it. No, I'm not going to. Prob- I'm probably not going to be the one to start that <laughs> social revolution either. I am saying I can appreciate the fact that this company uh-huh. is running a campaign to try to swing the pendulum the other way so everybody can calm the fuck down about pubic hair. I mean, look, that ad was fire. I loved it. The models were beautiful. The swimsuits were cute. I did. It did not hurt my feelings that the pubic hair was out. It was a really good ad. I'm into it. Okay. Okay. Now, what if it was a man in a Speedo? Are you equally as inviting to his pubic hair in your eyeballs? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure I've already told you the story about my current bikini waxing situation. I don't believe you have, so do go on. So you get yours done at a professional Maybe once or twice a year. Like when you feel like it's necessitated. Every time I shave, it's a mistake. Mm -hmm. So I do it about quarterly, like really get down in there and clean it all up with the razor. And then I regret it immediately because of ingrown hairs and razor burn. Okay. I need a doctor's prescription for how to handle my ingrown hairs. I have a product to help you. It is so horrendous. Yeah, I have a product to help you. It is so painful. And I feel like I get it in the same Regions, yeah, me too. Yes, so I'm just like, can I get laser hair? Like a doctor should be able to prescribe laser Laser hair hair removal removal. for that one spot so I do not have to continue to suffer. Yeah, a doctor's not going to do that because it's cosmetic, but... But it is not because it's painful. So even if you're not... You get it regardless. Like if you did not, if you went full natural bush, you would still get them. I mean, I've never tried, but I would assume so. Maybe not though, because your hairs then would not be in ground. They they would be out. Anyway, yes. Occasionally I do go to a professional Mm -hmm. to have the business waxed. Okay. So I was a lifeguard for a decade. Yes. And so you got to have that business like trimmed up because you're in a swimsuit all day, every day. And also there's children. So even if I wanted to prance around with a full bush, like you're talking about, it would not be appropriate for children. They, I disagree. They they came out of there. <laughs> that is not true because I remember being a child and being horrified by my mother's bush. So I know it's scary. It's just because you didn't have it and they didn't talk about it. Again, it's, it's a social shift that okay. We're not leading the revolution on, but we support. Okay, fine. We do support that. If you want a bush and you want to hang out in front of children, that is up to you. Friends of fur. (laughs) (laughs) So when I was a lifeguard, I would wax on the regular and I had like a home care wax kit. Ooh, no. No, it was amazing. It was super easy. It was not painful. It was called like beeswax. And I loved it. And then the company went away. And so I couldn't find it again. So I didn't do it for like a long time. So then recently I was going to Hawaii and I bought a wax kit and I tried to do it to myself and I forgot a key item. The wax removal. Yes. Wax cannot be removed by water and soap as I thought it could be. No. You need a special type of wax removal. Or oil. Or oil. So then I was texting friends, figuring out how to get the wax off of my body. My everything was a hot mess. There Did was... you end up putting peanut butter on your hoo-ha? <laughs> there was wax everywhere. All of my parts and pubes were all sticking together. <laughs> there was wax on the sink, on the carpet, literally. On your everywhere. underpants. 
there is wax on my phone currently because I was <laughs> frantically texting friends to help me. So what we determined was um, like baby baby oil is ideal, but also any kind of oil, any kind of oil can be a backup plan. So I use olive oil. I got it from my kitchen and just like poured it all over your veg, all over my veg, and that helped. It was not. Not it, did, the, it did not fully solve the issue. Not the be all and all, but it did help. <laughs> it did help. Okay, so you don't normally do the wax thing. What is your normal pubic hair maintenance? None. I let it grow free as it wants. And then if I'm like going to be in a swimsuit or in some other kind of sexy situation, I'll trim up the bikini line. Interesting. I have a clippers, like lady clippers. Yeah, so I got one of those recently. This was when I was on the journey with the wax and everything. So yeah. I also got a clipper situation and my my business like immediately clogged to that thing. It was like not sufficient. Really? I mean, it was from Target for $14. So I mean, I think I got mine on Amazon for like $14 and I love it. Maybe I need your help. Okay. I mean, like instructions for how to use the clippers. I don't need you to actually clip me. Thank you <laughs> for the an offering. Offer. Yeah, no, I lo- I like mine. I feel like every other week or so I take the lady clippers to it just to keep it under control. I don't I don't like going totally bare because I don't like looking like a child. Ew. Exactly. And I feel weird about a dude that's into that. Yeah, but I like to keep it under control. Some landscaping. Yeah. Ladyscaping. Ladyscaping, yeah. I d- I don't ever do like the lower lower region lips. Mm, no lower <laughs> lower taint <laughs> yeah i just feel like if i can't see it i'm not concerned about it that's not my business okay so here's one thing even though i don't get the whole business waxed on the reg my favorite part of getting waxed is the bh have you ever had it done <sighs> no okay let me tell you a little bit about it one it does not hurt. There's like... It seems like a pretty tough area. No. The skin is already taut. But that's what I that's what I, that's what I mean by no. tough. No, no, no. Because the no. skin's already taut, the hair is just like, goodbye. Releases almost immediately. There are few nerve endings on the exterior of that area. And I feel so clean afterward. So, so clean. So I you would you would recommend I would then, I would recommend I would recommend what do they call it uh, um uh between the cheeks Ugh, gross wax I mean you also have a bidet so like your BH is super fresh Oh yeah I have the freshest BH Yeah I'm just saying I like I like to be fresh <laughs> even if it's just for me So when I I mean gosh it was like mostly my whole life from like fifth grade on I was called flabby that's awful it's unfortunate that my name is Abby and also I have some extra fat on my body (laughs) what I mean yeah I mean I got like the Annie Banani 
Annie yeah. Fanny. I I feel like flat, I have a big. Ass. I feel like Flabby really takes the cake. Yeah, no, on that this. one's that's that's dreadful. Fanny wasn't a great one though either. Annie Fanny because I have a big ass. Like that that wasn't great. Yeah, I, I guess I guess Flabby and Fanny kind of that goes. No, together. Flabby's worse. Thank you. And I remember being confused. Like the first time I was called it in like fifth or sixth grade, I was like confused. I'm like, what does Flabby even mean? And like, is that a put down? I didn't get it. But that like fully continued and like through sophomore year of high school, there was guys calling me flabby. That's terrible. And but now, I- now you can be dabby. <laughs> You're just dabbed. That was so embarrassing. <laughs> That's the beauty of a podcast. Nobody can see it. It didn't happen. She's lying. Uh, and I, I certainly, I mean, I was the biggest of my friend group. So I kind of always felt like I was big because I was bigger than everyone else. And I, I don't Spiglers. know. I don't know what is so funny, but I'm five four. I weighed like 125 pounds in high school. So like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> would wouldn't it be amazing if we weighed <laughs> right? now what we thought was fat then? I mean, that's kind of what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, my nickname was Flabby, and I weighed 125. Like, I was so small. It reminds me of that song by The Faces. I wish that I knew what I know now. When I was younger, younger, wish that I knew what I know now. Sharf and Farf. Yeah, that one. You know it. It's at the end of Rushmore. Obviously, all these people that were calling me flabby were males. Rude. And what made them think... That was okay. That was okay to call me that. Seriously, like what happened in their brains and or childhood that made them think they could call any woman by any name they wanted and especially one that referred to her body in such a way? Please, Annie, (laughs) tell me. I I don't have the answer to that as I was never a teenage boy. Get Aaron down here immediately. Text him. Aaron! For real. It's time we checked in with a man. So we were talking about the names that we were called in middle school. I was called Flabby on a regular basis. And I'm wondering what would make a boy feel like he could call me that nickname. Do you have any ideas? No. Did he like you? I think we already established that middle schoolers have no game. I mean, this went all the way through sophomore year of high school. So this is like a wide range of age of boys that called me flabby. Well, I feel like, A, boys of a certain age are fucking morons. That is known. Many don't ever stop being morons. Also, I feel like the 90s were a particularly cruel time to be an adolescent Mm -hmm. there was a lot of shit that you could say in the 90s that you would not dare say today i mean obviously kids now have other things to deal with in the form of always connectivity so there's the possibility that you never get to go home from your bully because now you have facebook and instagram and whatever things we're not aware of that kids are into Yeah, I mean, that's a really good point. 
I had, you know, one guy call me flabby at school and then I could just like hang out with my friends and hang out with my family and not think about it again. But for our kid, it's a very possible that they're like referring to her on as flabby on social media and crap like that. I mean, I think it speaks mostly to the stupidity of children in that they could not come up with a better nickname for you other than something that rhymed, even if it did not fit your physical description. That was really sweet. It is. So do you remember calling any girls offensive nicknames like that? I don't remember doing that, but I'm sure that I did. Yeah. I have more memories of of being mean to other boys. Oh, really? Boys are mean to each other? Yes. Not not like, I don't know, like you have that whole weird aggressive thing. I for sure remember like calling some kid a fag and like awful things that really at this point in my life, I wish I didn't have to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had the whole smear the queer game that was happening in elementary school. Uh, right. I remember coming home from school and my mom asked me what I did and I said, we played smear the queer. And she said, don't say that ever. At the time, I had no idea what it meant. I was probably a fourth grader, but... I mean, that was pretty aware of your mom to even know that that was not an appropriate thing to say. I mean, my parents are pretty cool. They are pretty cool. Okay, so maybe the rule that I talked about is not that simple. People judge our bodies and we judge theirs, but it's worth the effort to look critically at those judgments because we have 12-year-olds saying things like... Can you imagine a fine guy liking someone as fat and ugly as me? Yeah.